if you are in the South London area and you see a squat man trying to wriggle through a window, that is probably Joe. Don't panic. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. And welcome to another Dropback NFL live stream brought to you by Britballin. I am your host, Matt, and we are joined by Sam and Stan today. How's it going, guys? Good, good, Matt. I'm, I've put the effort in to be here, unlike, you know, some people. Yeah, and as you might have noticed, we are without regular Joe Costanzo uh, because he's managed to lock himself out of his house. So <laughs> it raises the question as well. Do we want Joe? That is a good. I mean, I know the comments are clamoring for Joe Costanzo mainly because it's Joe Costanzo commenting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to say I'm surprised. I'm completely not. But we so we may be having Joe on the show later. Who knows? We'll we'll see what happens to him. Um, yeah, if I was to put a bet on someone to lock themselves out of the house, I'd put one of us for it. Would it would all be on Joe? Yeah, hundred percent. Definitely, definitely. You can you can lock that in. Um, well, right, chaps, in the complete absence of NFL news, apart from Dan Campbell wearing a silly helmet and some dudes playing golf, we are going to dive into a bit of an exercise here, looking at the defences across the league and putting together an all-north, all-south, all-east and all-west defence. So essentially what we're going to do is each of us has taken one of those, north, south, east, west. We're going to look at the best possible defence you could make from, you know, if we go north, the AFC North and the NFC North, we're going to put together... Uh, and we're going to chat about them and compare them. So Joe has the has the North, so we're not going to start with him because he's not here. Um, so let's start with Sam looking at the AFC and NFC South. What are your thoughts on this one, Sam? What have you put together? Well, first of all, I'm low-key lived at Joe for... Of course. Stealing, stealing the North away from me. I mean, we settled these divisions up quite nicely last time <laughs> based on where we actually are geographically. True. So he has the absolute audacity to not only claim the North on an idea he presented, but then not turn up for it. So, you know what? Not happy to start with. But if we're kicking it off with my D-line, I am um, a lot more happy about that. So we're going with a 4-3 defense. So our defensive yes. line will get Cam Jordan from the Saints in edge, along with Shaq Barrett, who has been pretty explosive with the Bucks in his two years there. So, I mean, I know he's not really a conventional D-lineman, but... I'm happy for him to go for a two-point stance on the edge on D-line, especially that. when the interior, you've got arguably the best nose tackle in football in Vitavea from the Bucks, who, okay. who is it. one of the players, when he went down last year, missed a few games during the stretch, he, they really noticed their defense, uh, difference there on the defense, especially in run stuffing. So he was the automatic pick, especially because how hard it is to find top-level no yeah. tackles in the NFL nowadays. Yeah, guys who can pass rush from a, from the one tech position as well is really hard to find. And like, yeah, as you said, Vita Vey, he provides that. He provides the like a he's a two dimensional player in the fact that he impacts very well in the run and versus the pass. So I don't have a problem at all with that pick. Cheers, Stan. I was I was worried you had a problem. You would have a problem with that. Um, <laughs> the other the other D tack I have is um, I mean he is he is more of a pass rusher. He does his work in the run game as well, and that's DeForest Buckner. Nice out of. Indianapolis I mean we've just seen that he's been pretty awesome throughout his career went to Indy absolutely proved to be a worth the first round pick they paid for him the guys just missed out there were Grady Jarrett who was sort of the only Falcons player I even considered when doing <laughs> when me. doing a show oh, wow. about the de- about wow. the defense because that Atlanta Falcons defense is rubbish I mean hot trash mm. I don't so, know about yeah. hot trash it's just cold Stinking trash, cold stinking trash. <laughs> nice, how poetic. Um, yeah, so you. I mean, I'm liking that front court. I'm, I'm, I like that Cam Jordan is able to hold up his end of the run. So I'm putting the nose tackle on his side because I fancy him to be a, not need the help as much. So you got DeForest Button and Shaq Barrett working three tech edge on the other side. So yeah. I'm hoping that's a pretty lockdown defensive front. That's pretty. Have you guys tasty. got any squabbles with that? Not not any squabbles per se. I think that's a pretty strong group. Um, I I don't know whether it will end up being the strongest D line that we're gonna see from Ooh. the teams we put together today. Um, mm-hmm. 
but it is it's certainly a good start just out by the way my, mine's definitely not going to be going <laughs> to going to put that expectation out there right now yeah, at least you're being honest about it eh yeah <laughs> but my secondary is going to kill you um but yeah anyway that's that's a that's a pretty potent d line to be honest I like it. Stan, I'm expecting you to have poked some flaws in something. I was expecting Brady Jarrett to be in there, but I mean, you've gone for Vitavea and um, DeForest Buckner, so in the, on the interior, so I can't really complain at that, to be honest with you. Yeah, Vea was always going to be him because I think he's, well, the only one of the three that could, that I'd be happy leaving at nose all game mm-hmm. long. It was between Buckner and Jarrett as three techs. I think if I'd gone three, four, I probably would have put them both in at ends. Yeah. yeah. But as you'll see later, I've got so much depth at linebacker that oh, I needed yeah. to have. I needed three like regular linebackers rather than pass rushes. Remind there. me who be... your remind me who your pass rushes are again. Um, so it's Shaq Barrett. Yep, no, that's, and that's Cam fine. Jordan. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, that's you can't really argue with that. To be honest, with was you. there any temptation to put Trey Hendrickson in there? No, he wasn't. I mean, the, the other two, the other two that were came. I mean, they didn't really come close. It would have been instead of Shaq Barrett if I wanted more of a traditional edge. It would have been either Brian Burns or Josh Allen were the two that I also considered. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if you're really like concerned about scheme, then perhaps Josh Allen would be a better fit as a 4-3 end. Or, yeah, yeah Trey Hendrickson. But, I th- yeah, that's fine. You've got you've got to have Shaq Barrett in the team somewhere, haven't you? You can't leave him out. I, I mean, I think he's good enough for the pass rushes. I don't need him coming from depth. I mean, he's basic, he basically played as a wide end throughout his time in Tampa anyway. So, I don't have too much concern placing him there. Yeah, I don't think it really matters as well with those edge defenders. As long as, like, at the end of the day, they're rushing the pass, the pass every single down. It doesn't matter what front you're in; they're going to be rushing the passer. So, yeah, yeah that's that's fine. True that. Nice. Well, love that start, Slew. Let's talk linebackers then, because I think this generally could be an absolutely outrageous starting it three at linebacker. It is outrageous. It's not outrageous. Oh, oh, outrageous we- group. Are we are we not rotating around D line? You want me to take through my defense first? I mean, we can do entire defenses first. Or we can do D lines first. I just know because Joe's not here and he's going to throw a hissy fit if I don't let him talk about what Ravens he's put on his team. So I'm happy to rotate. Let's mix it up. Who's going? Let's right. go D line with one of you guys. Right, so Joe could take it through at the Stand, end. Stand challenge that D line. Okay, so I've got I've gone for a three four base defense for the West. Do you want me to say just my three down linemen or do you want the outside linebackers as well or do I leave them? I want your three down well, line, linemen, Stan. Three down yeah, linemen. We want, we, want the, we want to wait on those linebackers. Okay. Keep us yeah. intrigued. I genuinely think this might be one of the, if not the strongest position group on this team I, and the strongest like position group out of all of the uh, the super regional teams. So oh. as my defensive end slash tackles, they're, they're playing inside the, the tackles anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I've got Aaron Donald and JJ Watt. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Don't mind that argue at all. And then at nose tackle is Chris Jones. Chris Jones at nose. Chris Jones. It doesn't matter. I can put Donald at nose. To be in. fair, that you could yeah, put any of them. You do JJ Watt at nose. That's what I mean. Any of them can play yeah. schnoz. They're all sick. I mean, I, I wouldn't put Watt at nose just because he's better on the outside, but they'd be there. It's going to be. a fantastic unit because all three guys can rush the pass incredibly effectively especially for interior guys Jones and Donald absolutely excel at that so yeah you essentially have to double team all three of them which is and you can't can't do that unless unless you're leaving your back in every single player yeah Yeah, then then, then we've got the um, the injury brothers who will be announced later on on the edge on the edge (laughs) as well so it's gonna be deadly probably think of a better like tag team duo name than that but we'll let you think on that one um yeah i mean I, I, it's hard to argue with really that that front three is pretty pretty tasty to be honest no i'm surprised you almost i'm in a little way i'm surprised there's no puna ford just because he's a hilarious man to watch on the field given how destructive he is and you could have gone from the shortest three most destructive players and it would have been really funny that would have been yeah fun. but i can't who would i put puna ford in over hey he i is... know he is a, a maybe an agent JJ Watt. Yeah, Watt. He's a danger to himself and others, and he's fun to watch. He is fun to watch, but at the end of the day, JJ Watt be funner when he's on top of your QB. So interesting to those... not include JJ Watt in the Injury Brothers as well. True. No, but these are the Injury Brothers because they are they're blood brothers too. Okay. Were those three pretty locked in for you, or was anyone anywhere near? Um, it wasn't really much of a much of a competition to be honest with you like, there are some guys that have un- had underrated seasons like Javon Kinlaw played really well for the Niners there was another mm-hmm. 
Niners defensive end who actually played really well last year in the absence of one of the injury brothers. I've completely forgotten his name and I'll I'll get it for you now, but he played Thanks. really well on the 49ers last year. Was one of the uh, was one of the top um sackers in the NFL last year, if that's a if that's a title. Top sacker. Um, I'm trying to think who you're actually thinking of. Are you thinking of Eric Armstead? No, I'm not thinking of Eric Armstead. He's now left the team. So he's not listed no. on the depth chart. So left the team. Solomon Thomas? No, it's not no Solomon Thomas has been gone a while. Has he? Um, I thought he left last year as well. No, he got traded before the season. Oh, okay. Fair because they drafted Javon Kinlaw as well and he was a bit of a bust, so they didn't bother keeping him around in that unit. Yeah, that's fair play. I mean, I'm guessing we're gonna I mean in that in that front three. I think Aaron Donald would absolutely murder the league. Could you imagine Aaron Donald with Watt and Jones beside him? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's dominant without even a whole lot. That's what I mean. Else in literally multiple fatalities on the season. Yeah. It would be a lot of fatalities. I agree with you there. I mean, Joe's not here, but he's still asking questions away. That is Joe is Jones better on the outside? I assume he means like an. A three-four end rather than like a four-three. Isn't end, Joe right? better outside? Seeing as he's stuck, Joe is not outside. And he's not doing as much good. <laughs> he's, there. he's been really ineffective. He is very yeah. ineffective. I I kind of get what you mean because Jones isn't really a prototypical schnoz schnoz tackle, and he because he can be somewhat of a liability in the run game at times. True. Is that a little bit of an issue that, that would concern you, like a strong running team against that front? Hmm. Not really, to be honest with you, especially when we look at the linebackers and guys on the outside that I've got there as well. Like, it would be, it'd be scary. Uh, the guy who I failed to remember his name is Kerry Hyder. He was on the 49ers last year. He's now on the Seattle Seahawks. He picked oh, up. So you could yeah. have put him in still. I could have put him in still, but again, I can't put him in. I can't put him in. And just for clarity, I asked to come on, but Stan is a waste man. He asked to join on his phone, sat outside on his porch. So, for yeah, the sake um, of your ears, I said no. I was going to say, listeners, you are welcome in advance for that decision to not allow Joe outside like a bit of a homeless bloke on his phone. <laughs> wind crackling around him, trying to go through the, the Ravens front seven. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do quite like both those front those fronts from, from you two. Um, I'll go through mine. It's not impressive, to be honest. But that's not where that's not where this defense's strengths lie. Um, but anyway, I, I mean Chase Young. I'm, I'm playing a, a plane of four across here, so I've got Chase Young and mm. Demarcus Lawrence at end. I was going to go with the main log, but and I was roundly shouted down by uh, both Stan and Sam. So very rude, right, rightly. <laughs> very rude. But when we no, the fact that you're even considering putting Ogba in over Demarcus Lawrence was respect. almost insulting. Such a homer, it's embarrassing. No, you put some respect on Demarcus Lawrence's name. <sighs> if I have to. Um, so yeah, those those men's, and then inside I have the Philadelphia Eagles duo of Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. It was a close run thing between Hargrave and Lawrence Guy, but again, I put it to put it to Sam and Stan, and they steered me in the direction of Javon Hargrave. Not as flashy in terms of the names on this line, but I think they'd be quite a decent group, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. I mean, it's quite... Quinn and Williams? seems set on getting pressure. And yeah, Quinn and Williams. Quinn and like, Williams ah. is a big snob there. Yeah, Quinn Williams. Still again, three, Quinn and Williams, he's more... He, he plays a lot of three-tech rather than nose again. He does. So. He, has play, he, he plays nose in three-down fronts. He plays nose. He plays three-tech I mean, yeah. as well. No one's saying he can't play Schnoz, but I'm just saying it's difficult to, to get rid of Fletcher Cox from that position. Fletcher Cox is a three-tag. Well, then Javon Hargrave. Either one of them, I think, is still probably... I'd probably still rather have either one of them over Quinn Williams. No, I wouldn't. I do I'd like Quinn Williams. Williams. I'd rather have Quinn... If you put either of them at three-tag, I'd take Quinn Williams. It's difficult to know how good Quinn Williams is because the Jets are so shit. What? I promise you, he's a very, very, very good football player. I'll, I'll take your word for it, mate, but I'd love to see it on the field. I mean, if you, you really can want to talk nose field. tackle, if you want to talk nose tackle, maybe you talk the other defense, Jets defensive tackle that Sheldon Rankins. Yeah, yeah that's Saints not a bad. Always been pretty dominant at nose. That's not a bad shout, to be fair. That isn't a bad yeah. shout. You could have gone for Lennon Williams as well. Mm. Again, these are all sort of three tech kind of guys, not noses. That's this is yeah. my point. Where I was so excited to get. Is it Vita Vale or Vita Vale? 
or Vita, Vita Vea? It's Vita I Vea. thought it was Vita Vea, but I'm horrendous with names. So it's v- it's Vita Vea. I'm ninety percent sure. All right. Williams over. Correct, Bot. Joe. Oh, Ten down, points to Joe. Gryffindor. Joe, sharp and sneak through the back garden. Just <laughs> if you want to come and talk about selections, get on the show. Get yourself on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think even if you put Quinn Williams instead of one of those two, I don't think it massively changes the talent across the unit. If I'm honest. No, they're all pro- sort of similar kind of levels. Yeah. I think Fletcher Cox. I mean, he wasn't as good last year, but again, that whole Eagles team was not Trash. great last year. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Not fun. So, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, I don't hate it, but again, you you did preface it, but I'm saying it's not the strongest unit, and I think... I didn't lie. No. I did not lie. Uh, you better have some big guys on the back end to force oh, people to... You don't need to that. worry about my... The boys I've got in this secondary, mate, because there's no chance of any passes being completed. Simple as that, to be honest. No danger. You've just gone for the entire Miami Dolphins secondary, 100%. I could have done that. I didn't. Um, No, but yeah, we'll keep keep the secondary for the grand reveal at the end when I steal home and emerge with the best overall defence. But for now, Slew, do you want to take us through your line smackers that is going to absolutely rupture the whole exercise because they're going to be insanely good? Yeah, so I mean, these linebackers, along with what I already thought was a, you know, what humbly think is the best defensive line put forward so far. Wow. Okay. Is going to shut down any run game that it comes across, which is beneficial because I don't think the because my corners are going to need some help from the safety. So it'd be nice for to let linebackers take the pressure off them a bit. But either way, it we've got Darius Leonard, Devin White, and Levante David. Godly, absolutely epic. Can't complain. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, I mean, so Devin White absolutely does great pressure as a blitzer as well as being awesome against the run. You've got Levante David and Dareth Leonard who are just immense in coverage as well on yeah. top of their run-stuffing ability. I mean, I wasn't too happy with being given the South when I first looked, but then I saw this linebacker call. I was like, you know what? I could do something with that. So, pretty pleased. I mean, yeah. De- Devin White would be the guy that I would take off in nickel packages. I'll let you know later on who's going on. But yeah, that's quite impressive, considering a guy of his speed to to be able to afford to ditch a guy like Devin White. That's yeah, that's quite, like slander. Quite impressive. I, I just think in, in nickel packages where you're looking to defend the pass first, I rate the other two guys yeah. higher in their coverage ability. That's fine. So right, that's how I came to that decision. So have you two clowns I mean, got it, a, a nickel package set and a base set now? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just uh, in case, I mean, yeah, you could, I mean, fine. to be honest. I'd be happy to go against three wide receiver sets with those linebackers, but yeah. just in case I needed it, I've got it. Yeah. I mean, I've got that linebacker time to court... do this sort of thing, Matt. So, <laughs> fair play, fair play, fair play. The, li- the linebacker guys on my bench almost say how strong my linebacker court was when you got people like Miles Jack, Demario Davis, Joe Schobert, Dion Jones not even getting a look in there. Mm. So, oh, Dion Jones is another Falcon. Maybe, they, maybe is. they're not totally useless. How about that? Look at them. Maybe they're Yeah, I would have been happy with those first three, Jack Schobert and Demario Davis as starting linebackers, so that none of them even made the pitch is making me pretty pleased. Yeah, if you're having those guys on your bench, if one of your starters goes down, whack them straight in there. It's like they're not... It'd be like having an injury that's not even an injury because you've got someone who's equally good coming in to fill the fill the boots. Yeah, Absolutely. I and Levante like. David never makes all pros, but he makes this team. He's brilliant. It's only because of his little... um. His position um, conundrum that he's in. Yeah, where it... yeah. Where he's listed as an outside linebacker in a four-three, so they go, so he goes against pass rushes. Yeah, and it's just unfair because obviously sacks are a bit of more of a like a they hold more clout as a, as a statistic. So um, mm. he just loses Quite, out. Sadly, to be fair, fairly so because that is more an uh, you know decisive factor in winning a football game. Yeah, yeah. So you understand, but you're right. I mean, you said it a few show a while ago that should be a different position for edge rusher and then linebackers should go with linebackers. Yeah, if you're a linebacker, you're a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, pretty solid unit, that unit that slew. Um, before we move on to Stan's linebackers, just a, just a Joe update for you. He says he is in the back garden. He then said Masonette problems and, and now he's chirped up saying Devin White should have been the Super Bowl MVP. Not, not a terrible like take, Joe. Got... Get in the house. I do... I do like that we've got Joe updates though. Joe Watch should be a if we just 
don't tell him the times we're doing this and we just find out where he is scuttling around fun. London. Yeah. <laughs> like a little door of the explorer, but it's we could have like a we could have like a little mini series on our Instagram story. So before every live stream, we've got Joe, little Joe updates of him trying to get home in time for the stream. <laughs> you could even you could have like a live a live like GPS of Joe's current location as he gets closer <laughs> to his house for the live stream. Um, can we have like yeah. a can we have like a widget so that whenever Joe enters the house, it automatically goes live on the streamyard. <laughs> That's the cue. We'd never go live. Um, but <laughs> yeah, go well, live at like ten pm. Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt we'll have another Joe update for you after we go through Stan's linebackers. But let's let's get to that first of all. Stan linebackers, are they anything to rival Sam's unit? Yes, quite frankly, yes, they okay. are. I think there's just a, there's an outstanding amount of quality linebackers in the NFL at the moment because of the fact we're seeing big guys who can move, mm. guys who could, could have potentially been other skill other positions on the football field playing linebacker now because of their speed, athleticism, and as well as strength and brawn. So I see Joe again in the chat. Here's another Joe update for you. He's complaining that we haven't said Matt or Stan's edge guys. Well, Joe, if you were listening at the start, you would have heard that we're doing... I'm running a 3-4 package, so my edge rushers are included as linebackers. So you'll be hearing them shortly. My edge guys were Chase Young and Demarcus Lawrence, by the way, Joe. There you go. Good luck getting into that masonette. So I'm, I'm going to start off my inside linebackers here. I have perhaps the best, one of the best coverage linebackers in football in Fred Warner from the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, that's strong. Bit of a nobody until recently. Suddenly emerged on the scene, popped off this season and last season. Now he's considered one of the better linebackers in the NFL. And uh, I know PFF rate him very, very highly as the best coverage linebacker in football pretty much. And then next to him in base packages is one of the best run-stopping linebackers in the whole of football. And he's held that reputation for a while. And the spotlight is on him more so now since Luke Keekley retired. It is Bobby Wagner from the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. So those two interior guys are going to absolutely boss it for me. And um, I don't want to keep Wagner in on passing downs because I don't trust his speed as much. So subbing in as my dimebacker would be Jamal Adams. Interesting. That's harsh on Bobby Wagner, I think. Just be, no, just because Bobby Wagner's getting on a bit. I don't want to put too much pressure on those um those old joints of his. So I'll take him out. <laughs> he'll get two thirds of snaps probably, and I'll leave um Jamal Adams in there. And he'll or be if happy I need, with that. and if I need a slot corner, I can go through the Bryce Callahan or Ronald Darby. So that makes me feel a bit sick, but good on you. Um, I do like the combination of uh, Warner and Wagner, though. You've got the very good yeah. pass coverage skills, and you've got the very good run schmacking skills so i think that's that's quite potent yeah no i was, I was quite happy with the two as well to be honest with you like they're both very very highly ranked players very highly rated and they complement each other quite well i think and so we all good to move to my outside guys now please never be more excited here you go joe i have the injury brothers that's right it's nick and joey love that nick and joey bosa very good when they're on the field often yeah. not there though Often not there. So if Joey Bosa gets injured, which he probably will, I would bring in either Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, somebody like that. Hey, Chandler Jones, actually. Mm, that's Chandler, not bad. Either not Chandler take. Jones or Bradley Chubb to replace him. And then on the other side, we have the freakish Nick Bosa, who will, could, will probably go down as one of the better pass rushers in the history of the league if he can continue to stay on the field. Oof. But he's obviously had that niggling issue with his ACL, so... That's that not a good thing to, to, be, to be niggling as well, is it, to be honest, ACLs? No. Joe, I am worried about Joey. Yes, very much so. I'm worried about Joey. Mm. Yeah, just, yeah, I was going to say, how close were you to not putting him in, seeing as though he has he even played the full season where he hasn't been injured yet? I don't know. See, the thing is, when I was I doing this exercise, I wasn't aware that we were taking into consideration like injury history and stuff like that, because if we're not considering age, should we consider injury? So that was my logic. But now that I know that we are considering injury... I would be tempted to drop Joey for Chandler Jones. Yeah, don't the fact that you just remember Chandler Jones existed. No, Chandler no, no. I, does I, exist. I, I love I love Chandler Jones, but it's just the Bosa brothers. I felt I don't want to be too much. You're inclined to include them both. Oh, nice. we do have a Joe update. We do, we do have a Joe update. Joe has entered the building. And if Is you want the, the chronological timestamp of events, um, at 7.52, Joe was considering the window. Um, <laughs> 
which I'm sure his neighbours would have. So he may have actually taken the window. To he be might fair. have taken the window. If if you are in the <laughs> South London area and you see a squat man trying to wriggle through a window, that is probably Joe. Don't panic. Um, but he is yeah, now give, give in the building. Hand. Give him a little shove. He is in the building. So Joe is imminent, like a missile strike in about three minutes. So uh, can't wait for that. But um, Joe, if you are uh, listening right now, please test your mic. Please test. Yeah, before you join, that's not actually a bad idea. Um, Matt, who are your backers? My backers. Um, so I only really want to play with two linebackers because mine are a bit rubbish. Um, <laughs> I have got three, um, but I, I sort of plan to be playing almost exclusively nickel the whole time because my secondary is great. Um, so cool. my that's my fine. two my two starting linebackers would be Dante Hightower and CJ Mosley. Um, Dante Hightower's been pretty pretty solid like one of the better linebacks in the league for quite some time now um cj mosley's been a little bit up and down but you know, fresh start with the jets and i think he's someone that we've always seen that he's got that sort of boom or bust potential if he plays to his potential i think he would be a fantastic uh, a fantastic player um my first reserve is probably carl van noy maybe because he left the Dolphins and went back to the Patriots yeah so he's going to be good again because he's in the Patriots system or um you know there was a there was a shout for Tremaine Edmonds or Matt Milano Tremaine Edmonds Matt Milano is a great player Matt Milano is a very strong player player. I think I would I would like Matt Milano over Edmonds just because Edmonds back end of the season was a bit shaky especially in the playoffs um so yeah maybe maybe it does end up being Matt Milano as that as that first reserve instead of Van Noy not completely sold on either of them on who would take that position to be honest but yeah Hightower and Mosley are my starters at linebacker very much thudders really aren't they mm. like run stuffers so I mean that does sort of I suppose complement what your yeah. defensive line was and if you're running a nickel package as well it's good to have two run stopping uh, linebackers that the rest of the guys can focus on their pass coverage responsibilities a little bit more yeah I'm... which of those do you want matching up with tight ends though neither you're using your safety Probably a safety, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I very much see it as that front six go and stop the run and get some pass rush, leave the coverage to the to the blokes in the back end that actually know what they're doing. Um that's my defensive scheme. Probably wouldn't work, but looks fun. That's why you're here and not defensive coordinating in the NFL. That is true. That's With why I'm in my bedroom. Mosley. Are you a bit worried the fact that he hasn't played in two seasons? Fantastically so, worried, like, yeah. He was out for a year on his first year. He joined the Jets mm-hmm. and then opted out last year from COVID. Yes, I am concerned by that. I think it might be a blessing in disguise that he didn't play last year as well because he didn't have the life sucked out of him by being part of an Adam Gaze team. And he gets that sort of fresh start with the Jets who have made some nice moves this offseason. So actually look in a position to be stronger than they've certainly been in the last five or six years. Um so I think that does help Mosley out. It's just about consistency, I think, for Mosley, to be honest. We've seen flashes of of good instincts and, and good play, but he gets lost in coverage sometimes. And he's, I mean, I'm not asking him to cover a lot, so hopefully that shouldn't be a problem. Um, but yeah, if he can play consistently to a good standard, then I think those two linebackers are fine, to be honest, for what I need them to do. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, to be fair we're... we're... We're halfway through your team, which is quote a dream team, and you've described both those units as fine. Yeah, which doesn't. I think I'm he's very, he's really very up about his secondary. He's very um, up about his yeah. secondary. Rightly, it's rightly going to have so. to be unbelievable because they're going to run is. for our four hundred yards. Yeah, I've, oh I've built this team from the back forwards, and uh, there, there he is. is. He's in. He has, his Man, he has to shut his window. He has to shut that curtain. Those of you that are watching on the live legend. stream, he's here. And now Stoker Stanzo, he's arrived. What a journey. Sorry I cut you off there. Please continue. That's all right, mate. We're just we're glad to have you. Talk us through it, Joe. What was your uh, trip into the house like? Um, it wasn't through the window this oh. time. I was heavily considering it, but I'm not gonna lie, I weigh a little bit, so it may <laughs> your have ended badly for me. Yeah, I did test my mic. Uh, I'm hoping it, it works. It sounds but... good, yeah, sounds good, mate. Nice, nice. I, I have a question for you, Joe. How Hit can me. your players trust you as a coordinator <laughs> or a general manager if you don't have, if you don't have the forethought to bring keys? How can they trust your planning system? I'll tell you what. Like, I left the house today and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I can't keys. find my fucking keys. 
I know someone's going to be in. It's fine. They're always in, and then they weren't. It's always that's how it goes. So it's it's it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. Sorry, continue. I, I interrupted you there. With my so yes, yeah, so we're just going through our linebacking corps, which had varying degrees of talent and ability. Um, I mean, we we probably we need to probably need to go through your front front, front seven. seven completely, Joey. So if you want to, if you're ready, mate, and you want to take it away, you can take us through your your D line and your your linebacks if you want. All right, sounds good. So I had a few big decisions to make because there's. Actually, a surprising, well, not even window surprising. or door. Yeah, we know. Carry on. Uh, no, more of a lock, to be honest. That was the Fair. surprise. Um, so, yeah, let's go defensive line first. Um, I had, I was torn between being a complete homer and uh, picking mostly Ravens players. But then I thought for a minute, and, you know, let's be a reasonable person. The combination <laughs> of Stefan Tuitt and Cam Hayward last year were amazing. Yeah. I know um, Cam Hayward, I, or was it Stefan Tuitt? One of them got injured, but uh, up until that point, um, they were having a phenomenal season, especially Stefan Tuitt, I think, got 11 sacks on the year from the inside defensive end position. Which is pretty so, impressive. It was 11, exactly. Exa it was. Um, so what I would probably do is at left defensive end play Stefan Stewart and then at nose Cam Hayward. Nice. Um, Congratulations, Joe. You're the only other person to have picked a nose tackle in this exercise. I'm proud of you. Exactly. Thanks this very much. I, I am gonna be a bit gonna be a bit of a homer though, and say right defensive end, I'd have Brandon Williams. He's been a complete stable for us in the run game. Okay. The immovable object. When he's not there, we definitely notice it and he doesn't get enough praise as it is but he's he's an absolute monster at inside defensive end and he deserves to be on the team obviously that means Calais Campbell did not make the cut wow um which wow. is sad but I mean Calais Campbell uh, at his current sort of performance you know he's getting up there in in years and he, yeah he's a very exciting prospect and he's still an impact player for sure but I think Given Stefan Stewart and um, Hayward, I, I just did, couldn't see him really getting into the lineup. Any thoughts yeah. on that? I am surprised no, no, that, that, that Clayus Campbell doesn't make the cut for you, Joe. I think we all thought he'd be a bit of a, a lock in a Joe Stanza yeah. team. I'm not you. Yeah. I'm not going to pick freaking Team <laughs> Grant at corner or something. <laughs> Team Grant at corner. You'd do a job. Oh, no, I mean, I, I don't have an issue with that. Would I imagine if Hayward had been the one to drop out, you would have shifted Brandon Williams over to Nose? Would you yeah, not? yeah, I would have put Williams at Nose and Calais Campbell at, at end, most likely. Yeah. It's good. It's a, it's a good um, run-stuffing defensive line. I'm guessing yeah. you've got some sacky boys on the outside. Yeah, and you can't you can't let go of you know Stefan Chert was actually very capable in the pass rushing game as well. Yeah, last season, and I imagine that's going to continue into seasons to come. Um, on the outside, this is another really difficult one. So my outside linebackers, I'm running a three four. Um, I'm going to go left outside linebacker first. It's Miles Garrett, obviously, nice. yeah, a complete that's monster in the run and the pass rush. Uh, he's phenomenal and he's only going to get better really just signed a massive contract extension that he completely deserved yep. had that one iffy uh moment with the helmet but other than that it's all good <laughs> and all i need to do is give him a sledgehammer according to slew so that's also hey context is super important there yeah we're well, talking about hunger games not on the football field just okay just a premise now, you can't give can any still... of your players sledgehammers hit me what were you saying can I... I would go i personally Go for Khalil Mack over Garrett. Wait, have, you, have, have I said my right outside linebacker? Yet? <laughs> no, because you, you have to go to what? No, I go Khalil Mack at right outside linebacker. So oh. You're leaving out TJ Watt. Yeah, it's sucks. You couldn't pay too many Steelers, it would have hurt him. It would have hurt. Yeah, that too. But in all honesty, wow. like when I look at it, Khal it, it was basically between left outside linebacker is Miles Garrett's actual He's position outside right outside line i mean he plays, he plays in the four three system as a defensive end he could easily play a three four he's, he's an edge rusher he could play a three four outside linebacker and he has played three four outside linebacker before they switched to four three anyway yeah so on the right side i have gone with khalil mack over tj watt i just think 
generally speaking, throughout, you know, Khalil Mack is one of the, the best defensive players of our generation. And, you know, uh, the Bears kind of took a step back in recent years, but he's still absolutely dominant, getting doubled or triple teamed all the time. So you can't really leave him out. I do love TJ Watt as well. And it sucks that I haven't actually managed to get him in, but it'll be pissed. Mm. Yeah, it it does suck. And I think TJ Watt also gives you the opportunity to drop back in coverage a bit more. Um, mm. but so does Khalil Mack as well. So yeah, that that was that was the thing. Because I know I picked Miles Garrett in our draft last week when we we're doing franchise building blocks. But I think if I was running a three four, I would probably go Watt over Garrett just because of what it gives the position. But I mean, yeah. I suppose you can. You're right. When you've got Garrett, you're basically lining him up as just an edge anyway, aren't you? In this system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And to be honest, I've got quite good uh, defensive backs. And oh, do you? I have got a pretty decent nickel package as well. Oh. Uh. Wow. See, I'm obviously three of us came prepared with nickel packages, and one of us is just um. Kind of Joe, you didn't get in the house, mate. I don't think you're here to throw <laughs> yeah, you I didn't, I didn't come prepared with keys, but my notes are sublime. <laughs> anyway, so uh, other than the big TJ Watt, you know, uh, Buster, does anyone want to want to ball bust me a bit more on on those? <laughs> I, I, I Any, anyone like else? That. I quite like I that, Joe. I think, to you, Joe. I think you've done I think well. You've, I think you've gone with two absolute big boys at, um, on the outside. And I, I yeah. really like it to be honest. I think that's that is very strong. And I, if I was the coach here, I'd definitely give Khalil Mack probably the captain, the defensive captain um, badge. You know, yeah. I mean, you're always running just like a five-two, aren't you? Really? Yeah, kind of. In a way, which is yes. scary, I suppose. So I'm guessing yeah. you're gonna have to have some qu- uh, pretty speedy inside linebackers, maybe a Devon. Oh Drake. boy, do I! So at my <laughs> Mike linebacker. I've got Eric Kendricks, obviously a speedy boy, a veteran of the game, amazing in coverage, and also just one of the best linebackers in the league, to be honest. Um, Obson doesn't really get the praise as much as I think he should for, for how well he plays. Yeah, that's a fair point. I think part of that is just stuck on a terrible Bears, uh, sorry, Vikings defense. So, um, But he is not a part of that. He is he's a complete, uh, you know, outsider in that regard and he he's one of the best in his position so i'd stick him at mike and then my will linebacker will be devin bush he said it's yes i love that speedy devin guy so you know he's a more of a sort of prototypical linebacker that we're coming to see in the league a very fast guy yeah, big thumper um i trust him in the run game i think he's he's progressing in his pass coverage ability um but yeah the main reason there is just a, an edge to edge guy who can track anyone down basically he's a great flow player yeah anyone i've left out there potentially that people want to break my balls over <laughs> well was that, did you just think of two there was no one that you thought didn't even deserve a shout out um they're in or they're out to sleep. be honest roquan smith would be the only one that oh, i would roquan, think yeah. I completely yeah. forgot about smith there but, oh, yeah roquan i wouldn't smith put roquan i wouldn't put him above uh kendrick's or Bush, really. I think that combination is is a lot better. And if you picked Roquan Smith above one of them, then you're missing out on either Bush's sort of sideline to sideline speed or Kendrick's cover coverage ability. I mean, Roquan I'd, Smith yeah, is very good, but I'd put Smith right. over over Kendrick's because I think he's more versatile. Oh, I would go, I would offer I would offer the opposite. I would go Bush. I think he's more in that speedy sort of role. He's really quick, Roquan Smith. He is very yeah, I know he's quick. And I think I think if you take Kendricks out, you lose what Joe's defense needs with that coverage backer. Yeah. That's true. I mean it's a toss up to be honest, but um it's a bit like the TJ Watt decision. Like I could either have Roquan Smith or, or Devin Bush, but I just favoured Bush with the the lineup I've got so far. Yeah, to be honest, Kendrick is an incredible coverage guy, so yeah, and it's picking between great options. So we've all yeah. got really good defensive fronts, except Matt, who is sort of not really happy about it. I told you mine was fine. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't pick Quinn and Williams. These, these are super still teams, doesn't make these, any sense. These aren't fine teams. These are super teams. Yeah, well, you just wait, mate. You just wait. Um, yeah, Matt, is there any Jets on your team? Yes. Just out of interest. Okay. There's, cool. I mean, we've already done CJ Mosley. It's got to be Brian Paul. There's another. He hasn't even played. There's it has to be an old jet, jet at the back end as well. 
It's either Brian Poole okay. or Marcus May, and I'm guessing it's Marcus, Marcus May. It's Marcus May. Marcus Ryan Poole. Ryan Poole could be his nickel corner, but he doesn't think. No, he's got nickel corners. Doesn't he? <sighs> Brian Poole is a beautiful man. Right. He is, but he's got some absolute monsters. No, he no, he's right. sticking he's sticking an outside corner at nickel. You know what? While, while okay. we're guessing it, while we're guessing at his um, guys, why don't we just let Matt do his corners? Yeah, Go you want you want my Matt. secondary? Let's yeah. hear it. Yeah, right. Well, as I said, we're going nickel package. Our outside because corners. your linebackers are terrible. You keep your comments to yourself. Um, <laughs> at outside corner, we've got the best intercepting what. The best intercepting corner in the league in Javen Howard. Javon. At one, at like at the top, at the top corner position. Yeah, because he's the best at getting interceptions in the league. So okay. with my mic on, he's the best. Um, okay. So yeah, Javen Howard. At one, you've got on the other side. Hmm. I didn't know whether to me and Stan were uh, which which chatting about this earlier. I've got two fantastic options to go next to him, and one of them's going to end up in playing as my nickel corner. Um, so I've got Stefan Gilmore, who is only two years removed from Defensive Player of the Year honours, um, and I've got Tredavious White, who is one of the best corners in the league as well. Um, they're both pretty sublime. Pick your poison, really. Uh, I, my instinct was to put Gilmore as the nickel corner just because he excels in man coverage so much but i could also put trey white there heck i could do whatever the hell i want they're both absolutely exceptional corners um you're just not going to be able to pass on on those two certainly and if you throw it near howard he's probably going to pick it off so the, yeah i would i would coverage i would go if i was given those three guys i would also lean towards gilmore in the slot just because we one he's one of the guys that we've seen move around and cover the slot more than the other two. Yeah. And Trey White does basically stay on that well left side of the field looking from a defensive perspective, right side from the offense. So mm-hmm. like you've sort of got to stick him there because that's where he's played ever since he's entered the league. He doesn't travel basically at all. Yeah. Which isn't a slight on his ability, but why move him from somewhere where yeah, he works way. best? Yeah. Yeah. That's where you're gonna get the best out the, of it. The issue that I have with putting Gilmore in the slot over like Javen Howard for me, it's oh, there are two reasons. As a man, as a man-on-man quarter, cornerback in terms of technique, I would back Stefan Gilmore more. If you're playing nickel, I assume yeah. you want to play a lot of man coverage. Yeah, I could play. Man. I, I would if it's if you're playing like a, a man-based scheme primarily, then I would definitely put Gilmore over what would be your X receiver over um, Howard. Now, I do prefer Howard as a corner. I think he's a better player. But if we're playing pure man-on-man. Leave and you want to leave him out on an island. I would put Gilmore there because of his experience, technique. He's an, he's a very very talented corner. But and in addition to that, Javen Howard is one of the more talented corners when it comes to the run game as well. And as a nickel guy, yeah. you're going to face a lot more runners in your face because obviously you're closer to the line of scrimmage. You're closer to the ball. So by having Howard in the slot, you're going to allow him to play more instinctually as well because he's not going to be out on an island where his his sole attention is the X receiver and you're going to allow him to be in more in the action where he can allow his tackling ability to That's take centre point. stage. Yeah, that is, that is a fair point. I mean, to be honest, I think you could pretty much shuffle those three into any order across the the two outside corners and the, the mm. nickel package there. I think all three of them. Uh, maybe Trey White would, as Slew said, be better sort of staying on the outside. Um, yeah. But I mean, they're, they're three of probably the top six or seven corners yeah. in the league, maybe? No, I, I 100% agree with you. And also, if you did want the best slot cornerback in football, you could have gone for Brian Poole, but, I mean, you well, can I, do I what I you want. I the best slot cornerback in football, but, yeah, Matt, Brian Poole's a very good one. I, I like how you guys have basically a 40-minute argument, so-called pre-production meeting. It was a pre-production yeah. meeting, it was right? Pre- about, three, about the ordering of three, yeah, of, as Matt says, the best corners in football. Like, no, I think it goes this way around. I think he's two and he's three. It's like, no, it's the other way around. We just okay. argued about who They're should be the slot great. corner. Like, I, at the end of the day, we're splitting hairs, but... I will, I will say one thing, is that we do tend to suffer a massive amount of recency bias, and I think sticking Xavier Howard as the number one corner may be a bit of that to be honest like if i came off the season where marcus peters had a bunch led the league in interceptions and then i 
by going off and say, "Oh, he's the best. He's the best corner in the league. He'll shut anyone down." That's not his like. That's not his role in a defense. And I don't think Xavier Howard's role is a lockdown corner. I think Stephen Gilmore and Trey White are much better lockdown corners than Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard, I'm not saying isn't a great corner. He obviously is. He's an all-pro corner, but on as a pure in, man in corner. Your, in your system you're describing, I would see either Xavier Howard playing the uh, number two corner position and Trey White sticking in nickel or the other way around and having Stefan Gilmore being the number one corner personally. Yeah, no, I, I do agree with you there, Joe, purely because, yeah, Gilmore's track record against top receivers and just because I think Howard's skill set suits the slot the best out of those corners available. I'm not saying he is a slot corner. I'm saying out of those corners available, he suits the slot best. Mm, for sure. Um, did you not consider your other boy? Byron uh, Jones. I've forgotten his name. Byron Jones, yeah. Um, no. It's hard to put him against one of those three, isn't it? Above one of those three. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I like Byron Jones. If you're looking Jones. at interceptions, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm also just looking at, I mean, looking at ability, like pure man, man-on-man man ability. Byron Jones is a very, very good man-on-man corner. Do think better that than Xavier Howard? All right, um, he's not, <laughs> but okay. Um, he he wasn't actually. I mean, he he was a bit hit and miss last season. To be honest, that's why there's been a lot of rumours about the Dolphins potentially wanting to sort of restructure his contract um, because you know we paid him a lot of he money. Did pay him a lot, yeah. Did pay him a lot of money, and he was good. I don't know if he was quite the level we expected, but you know, another year in the system, we'll see what that brings. Um, I did also toy with the idea of putting Byron Jones in at safety, but I think overall they were better. I don't like what I've seen from Byron Jones at safety, and there's a lot of talent at safety. In, in the Cowboys, play him, then. the Cowboys played Byron Jones at safety. And yeah, the Cowboys played him at safety, and he wasn't that great. But um, did you say Cowboys? Cowboys, yeah. Um, <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, speaking of safeties, um, you guys did call it early. I think Marcus May's got to be a lock. Because, I mean, yeah. probably true breakout season. Last true year. breakout season. I think he's a goal. The bright, the bright spark on that Jets team over the course of the year was Marcus May showing what he, he catches about. interceptions with his bum. For God's sake, he does. And <laughs> and it's and tell you what, Joe, that was the moment I knew he was right for my team. <laughs> yeah, you're like sign this man. This guy's catching catching balls with his booty. Um, well, that's kind of weird. Um. <laughs> I wasn't really sure who to put next to him, to be honest, because again, there's a few options. You could go Micah Hyde. Um, Wait, so what? What? What safety position would you have him playing for starters? Um, we we could play either, I suppose, which means yeah. you can just put next best guy in and then move Marcus May to the other one. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, what I'm what I was initially thinking was maybe Micah Hyde next to him. Um, big fan, Mike Hyde. I think he wasn't you know it was didn't we didn't see as many sort of big splash plays from him last season but he was sneakily very consistent and he's been a very solid player for a while um i mean there's a lot of different options you could even go Devin mccoy if you wanted you could go jordan poyer you could go london collins london collins yeah exactly javin mckinney from uh, the giants was also pretty good at, at times down the season um yeah i mean there's a lot of options that i think i'd probably I think mostly because Landon Collins was good last season, but maybe not as good as we've seen him play previously. I think I'd probably give Micah Hyde. Seasons. I'd probably give Micah Hyde the nod due to consistency. To be honest, fair. I, I think I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Try and pass on that, you dickheads. I can't. Um, I'm no. It's, it's a good team. Yeah, I, we, good team. I would. We would definitely come into that with a run-heavy game plan. Are we doing yeah, special but... teams as well? No, it's defense. We're we're doing a whole show for specials. Oh god! Pass protectors um, sorted out, mate. Who's oh, your long me. snapper? <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Slim, oh, do you want to finish? I I could take it because I don't oh. I don't want to end on mine because it's not the strongest in the it's not the strongest. Oh, I, the I'll, I'll end on mine then. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I'm probably up there as well. All right, so my number one corner is Marshawn Lattimore. That's fine. Who, He's good. Yep. No issue with him. Yep. He was easy to set up. It's the other one. It's the other one that I'm going to have issues with. 
So I'll go to safeties next. We're going with two rookies from last year. We're going Jeremy Chin and Antoine Winfield Jr. Wow, that's a safety, Joe. Are your corners that, the the rest of your corners that not good? Jeremy Chin's a linebacker technically now. You've just skipped them and gone straight to safety. He's a a safety on the depth chart still. Stan, we said this pre-production, they'll do whatever Slew says says for them to do. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to be... Jeremy, well then, Winfield could be the one high guy. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But Jeremy Chin and Winfield, I, I think, Winfield can both do good. each other's um, job. So help you disguise coverages, which the second corner is probably going to need, and I think they can both help whoever does play in. So for that second corner, <laughs> it, there's by the way, Marcus Williams almost made it as a safety for from the Saints. The whiffy man. I mean, that was one since, one time since that one play. He's been really good. Yeah, yeah. Also, but, before that yeah. one play, he was really. Good he was having a fantastic. Well. Yeah. Season people before. remember him for yeah. one thing. That is true. That yeah. is unfortunate because he he is a, oh, he is a very good safety. To be fair, to give him his due, was a funny meme, but he is a very good safety. So this is where it comes with my issue with the other one because he became a meme in one game. So <laughs> there was one game where he got absolutely torched. Oh, and God. apart from that. He's been really no, good, not. and I think if if I don't have to play him against number one receivers the whole time, oh god, why? Is it who I think very it, limited. Is? it is. It's the most it's the guy that Stan hates because of one game. It's going to have to be Carlton Davis. <laughs> Ooh. Games, but... Damn. Oh, Say again, wow. Stan. It was multiple games, but sure. Can... It was not it was, actually. If you it look was at one game against the Chiefs. One game against the Chiefs where he's Tyreek one-on-one with no help. So, I mean, given those two other guys, I think we can probably shift some help over to him because I trust Marshall Lattimore. But what I'm hoping is that against number two receivers, he'll be a lot better. Given my other options were basically CJ Henderson, yeah. who played eight games his rookie year, was a bit up or down. I like his potential, but bad, I can't actually, put him yeah. in. Henderson. It wasn't bad, but wasn't I just great. I couldn't put him in based on that. Yeah, I mean, the other two guys were JC Horn or Caleb Farley that came even close. <laughs> oh my god! Because there was re- it's really not the best division in terms. I mean, there's Xavier Rhodes, but he's sort of past it. I mean, I put I put, I put Jamel Dean. I'd put Jamel Dean over Carlton Davis personally. No, oh, I, I, I think I would have gone nah. kept with Carlton Davis. Uh, but I've got my nickel guy is Kenny Moore. Yes, from good. The Colts. Thank Kenny you. Moore's good. Kenny Moore's good. Kenny so Moore's great. Um, I think Carlton Davis is the weak spot in my defense. Yeah. So I'm going to have to double anyone he lines up against. The rest of the defense Just I'm, like pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty hyped about. I mean, you saw in the Super Bowl when he gets the help he does, needs and the defensive coordinating is you good. It's not like, and he deserves hey, line up against the quickest guy in football one-on-one without any help see how you go bud he's 10 yards off and Tyreek Hill still gets outside of him yeah he's not yeah well Tyreek Hill is very fast (laughs) yeah Stan I'd like to say if you were 10 you could be 20 yards off Tyreek Hill and I reckon he would beat you I'm not an NFL corner that's right that's why you're not in my team so, I don't want to be in your yeah. team if you're the head coach. So it's Carlton Davis, Kenny Moore, Marshall Lattimore, Jeremy Chin, and Antoine Winfield Jr. That's my it. back end. It's a pretty good. I, I think you've kind of undersold yourself there, to be honest. I think you're more worried about the Carlton Davis thing, which. I oh, I'm very worried about the Carlton Davis thing. Can I go through who my options basically were? Go, on. go ahead. So the other starting in this league, other starting corners on the outside in the South, Patrick Robinson. Isaiah yeah. Oliver, Kendall no. Sheffield, no. AJ Terrell. No. Yeah. So, AJ Terrell Jack- right. mm, Jackson, I suppose, is all right. He's decent. No, to be uh, fair, he's he's very underrated it's because he hasn't been healthy for like properly. Like, Rock, Rock Yassin, Xavier Rhodes. No. Janoris Jenkins. No. Was the temptation Henderson, to go? Trey Herndon. And then obviously, I'm not touching anyone on Texans because that's just a poverty franchise at the moment. So, yeah, no, the I'm other options it. were those two rookies I mentioned. Were you I mean, not tempted I didn't have to a whole lot of choice. Rock your sin for the, a ridiculous game. No. I wasn't tempted to go rock your sin. I mean, I, I would be tempted bad. to stick in JC Horn. <laughs> well, I, want, I just I can't put in someone that's never played. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I feel that's cheating the that cheating true. the game. So I don't think Carlton Davis is bad. I just feel weird putting him in something named Dream Team. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. but then again, he is in the, the Bucks have been called the Dream Team, so I'm sort of all right with it. Let's go with that. Okay, so that's Joe. Do you do you want to go before me or do you need to go? Do you want to go last? Do you want me to do heads or tails for who goes? Um... Why don't you go player for player? No. I mean, uh, yeah, we could effort. we could go. Yeah. No, that's too much effort. I'm easy. 
Right, I'm <laughs> do, right. do a heads and tails, man. I, I'm, I'm heads. I'm going to write down either the word heads or tails. <laughs> what? That's so stupid. Right, what well, coin? What do you choose? Do you want me to what are you choosing? Yeah, but you could be no, biased. You slither through okay. windows to get into your own house, Joe. I'm not letting you decide something of this <sighs> importance. Masonette issues. Um, I'll go tails, actually. Okay, Stan? I'll go for the side of the coin. I'll go tails as well. Good decision, because as you can clearly see, I've written heads. So does that mean Stan defers, or does that, that mean Stan can do whatever the hell he wants? Stan, do you want to go first? Do you want to do? Yeah, I want to go first. Go for it, mate. Okay, cool. We're gonna get the ball and we're gonna score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit so me, Stan. I'm gonna hit you very, very hard. So it's my number very one. My number one corner is the man himself. One of the best corners in football, if not the best. It is Kyle. Kevin F- King. I'm <laughs> Kevin King. No, it is Jalen Ramsey, outstanding cornerback yeah, for the fair. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Lockdown yeah. corner, leave him in an island. He gets the job done. Fair. You can see his Twitter yeah, feed. That's all the evidence you need. Yeah. Then my yeah. number two corner on the other side of the field will be the recently acquired Kyle Fuller. Yeah, cornerback okay. too. Yeah, good. Can't argue that it would either be him or Ronald Darby who just came over to the Denver from uh, the football team over in Washington. So you're saying Darby is your nickel corner in this situation as well? No, he would he said be earlier, Joe. If you were listening, he said Bryce Callahan. I said Bryce Callahan oh. because he's smaller. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, Joe, nice. Bryce Callahan's more of a nickel corner. Darby's better on the outside, and he did have a very, very good season last year for the football team. And so my, my safeties, I've actually I've gone for three safeties, but one of them will end up coming in on like nickel di- nickel and dime packages. So my free safety is my boy Buddha Baker. Hits like a tr- hits like a bus yeah. and probably one of the yeah, one of the best run defenders in football. Had a record breaking season in terms of tackles last year. We know he can get it done versus the run game. And then on the other side, adjacent to him, is another he's a former Cardinal. A guy who wore 32 before Buddha Baker did. Tyron Matthew, the former LSU Tiger draft pick from Bruce Aire- the Bruce Arians era, era in the third round. He'll be playing strong, nickel corner, a bit of everywhere. We're going to move him all over the field. He'll he'll play wherever I tell him to because like he it, can do that. He can play nice. as a linebacker. He can play as a safety. He can play a bit of corner. So we're going to do what we want Good with Tyron Matthew. And then on the bench, could bring him in on, on rushing downs. Could leave him in on passing downs instead of um, Bobby Wagner. We've got Jamal Adams. I'm not going to leave him um, in two high or one high packages because I don't trust him that much in pass coverage. But I love his speed, his range on the field, and his ability to tackle and just make plays. So he'll yeah. be coming in on certain packages. And then, as I mentioned earlier, slot corner Bryce Callahan from Denver. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty backfield. juicy. That's, uh, that's pretty tasty. I'm not going to lie. The it West has tasty. always had such great defensive backs, to be honest. The West just has great defensive players and all like all over yeah. this. There's there's no position on this team where I think, hang on, they're a bit of a liability apart from the injury brothers because of their name. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It's a good team. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone I would put over that, but I can't really think of any. I've got a couple honourable mentions, really. Yeah, um, go on then. Like Bradley Chubb, yeah, Bradley Chubb. Oh, sorry, that's for outside linebacker. So cornerback. That's good. Uh, you paying like, Bradley Chubb at corner? No, no, no. no. <laughs> cornerback. I could have had um like Darius Williams from the Rams had a very very good season last year. Legarius Sneed as well, perhaps as like a slot guy, but I'm quite happy with who I've got. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, I can't argue strong. with that. That is very strong. But I'll tell After... you what's stronger. Oh, Your wait. secondary. No. Well, what what are you going to say, Stan? Yeah. I was just going to say that um, to to decide who has the best uh, the best defense out of all four of us, I'll uh, I'll whip up a socials post for tomorrow. Get it on our Instagram. Yes. Vote in the comments. Yeah. Settle social it. Let, let, the, let the people talk. Sell it like men on social media. <laughs> exactly. For the bunch of filters. <laughs> cool. Shall I go? Go, go for, for it, it Joe. Joe. I'll say corners first. Do it. <clears throat> One of them might not surprise you. Is it Jair Alexander? It is the man who never gets burnt deep. Kevin King, of course. Shut there up. we go. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, obviously. Um, a lot of Kevin it is Marlon, Marlon Humphrey. 
an absolute lockdown corner. Shock. Uh, amazing tackler. He's got the peanut punch on him so he can force fumbles as well. Just an all-round great guy, one of the best defensive backs in the league. I all love this guy. man. He he bloody owns a he, he's got a however many million dollar extension and he just lives in a camper with this dog. I think that's a bit vegetables. weird, but carry on. Hey, he's just he's just a pretty chill dude, to be honest. Yeah. I love a bit of Marlon. Um so yeah, he that's your lockdown corner right there. Uh, on the other side, you've got Denzel Ward. Sorry, yeah, it was Denzel Ward. How you, you said that you said Jair Alexander wrong. That is, oh, that is that, a good point. I've literally completely true. forgotten about Jair. To be fair, you could put Jair Alexander in there, play Marlon Humphrey in the in the nickel. Yeah, play Humphrey. No, in, no, please, please don't. I would rather have I would rather have um, Denzel Ward in the nickel than than Humphrey. To be honest, if what? I speak, if I speak, I'm you're mental. Right. You're mental. Fight <laughs> me. It's my team. I can do what I want. But you, you do raise a good Jair point. Alexander. Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander, I did forget about, to be honest. And he does actually deserve to be on the team. So he will go above Denzel Ward. And at the, the corner slot. Now we'll play left and right side. We don't have to say one or two. It doesn't, you don't have to you be coward. like that. Um, which leaves me with either Denzel Ward, Joe Hayden, or Marcus Peters to fill in that nickel corner slot, depending. Um, I would probably favour Denzel Ward over the other two. But Why didn't you pick an actual nickel corner in Mike Hilton? Why would I do that? Because he was brilliant <laughs> last season. And he's played nickel corner. Best, best player available, mate. Yeah, Mike he's Hilton the best player. He's a nickelback. He's, he's on the list, but he's at the bottom of the fucking depth chart, but... mate. So just... <laughs> 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 it's my bloody team, Stan, not yours. Joe's going with uh, three outside corners. On one side, he's just going to have two of them in the, in the same space. Well, I'm disgusted. Okay, cool. Any more comments on that before I move on? You've so, yeah, I'm sort of a little Marlon disgusted. Humphrey, it's not a point I haven't previously raised. Humphrey, Jaya, Alexander, Denzel Ward, beautiful. And then we you move on. So this is where it gets, a bit, it gets a bit juicy, really. With the safety position. Now it gets juicy. You forgot Jared Alexander. There are two phenomenal free safeties, possibly some of the best free safeties in the league in the North, in the NFC and AFC North, in Minka Fitzpatrick and Eddie Jackson. So Eddie's this is where it does get a bit tasty. I'm actually going to play one of them at strong safety because I think <laughs> the gap in the talent between free safety and strong safety over here is just too much. I mean, if I had to pick a pure strong safety, it would probably be Adrian Amos, John I imagine. Johnson. Maybe, but Adrian Amos, uh, I think, is ridiculous this year. He's so good. Amos is, in my opinion, better than John Johnson. But that doesn't matter because I'm not playing either of them. I'm going to stick <laughs> Eddie Eddie Jackson at strong safety. Is Gap just because I think a joke to you? Just because, well, Eddie Jackson can also tackle as well. It's, it's not it's not that yeah, those two, those two and the two high would be great to would be, be yeah. and also Jackson. yeah I, I think Fitzpatrick just fits that free safety position a bit more whereas Eddie Jackson could be a bit more versatile and play strong safety if he wanted to you know, he's a pure, um, Eddie Jackson's a pure free safety I mean yeah, they're, they're both, both free both. safeties but I think Eddie Jackson would adapt to playing strong safety better than Minka Fitzpatrick would playing strong thing. yeah so you know, agree yeah. Amos at strong, yeah. You could, I wouldn't play Minka at strong, no, not at all. Yeah, but I'm not playing. Uh, Amos would be on the depth chart in this situation. I'd rather have Eddie Jackson and Minka Fitzpatrick on the field than right, Adrian so Amos. I, I'm guessing you're looking to play like a Tampa two style of defense, then with like a two high safeties. Yeah, sound yes. more convincing. To be honest, I can just you know Minka, Minka can sort of roam around. No, of course, he'd be wasted on this defense. And you, you can stick Eddie Jackson just in a one high. So didn't didn't well. um Eddie Jackson basically ball out with Vic Fangio in that four quarters defense? They played, they played they played one high three uh, cover three. That was their base. They played a lot of cover four. It was predominantly cover three. That was literally why Kyle Fuller had so many picks is because he was playing ag- incredibly aggressive on the outside because he knew that Eddie Jackson was in the it middle third. Watch the tape, guys. Goddamn That's the whole reason Eddie... why cover three you get so many like interceptions. But Eddie cover, Jackson... four, cover four just becomes man coverage after ten yards anyway. <laughs> okay. Um 
Either way, before we enrage Stan anymore. So that's that's my defensive back lineup. Marlon Humphrey, Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward, uh, sorry, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Eddie Jackson. Yeah, strong. I think it's pretty good. It's not bad. I like it. Not terrible. Yeah. There you have it. um, Many weaknesses there. There you have it. Now it's up to the audience to decide, I guess. Now it is up to the audience. We will be, as Daniel rightly pointed out, we'll be putting these on our socials so that you guys can drop a comment, tell us where we went wrong or right. Not enough dolphins, too many ravens, whatever you want to say. Let us know what you think about these uh, teams. I mean, just before just before we sign off, I do think they're four pretty strong ones. I would lean towards probably stands, in my opinion, as being the strongest. Personally. But it's a passing league. For the big names. For the big names. That's a big and name. And the talent and just being better players in general. But yeah, big names. All right, too. easy there. Big I player. mean, this is just like pro bowl voting, to be honest. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, I see a name I recognize, I vote. That's only because you don't do your research. Oh, accusations are flying That's... around here. That's so rude. You did it on your Miro. You did it on your Miro workboard at lunch. I to be fair, that, that was a tidy Miro workboard. That was quite wait, cool. Wait, I did actually use. Oh, he's bringing it up now, isn't he? Right, let's just wrap it up. We're having a no Miro stream, <laughs> yeah. so none of that. Wrap it up, but can we have right. a Miro for a year as well? That would be good. no. Joe would Joe would kill us. Joe, you no Miro, please. Um, Right, those of you watching on the live stream, get it off the screen, Joe. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Get it off. I'm banning it from the stream. Right. Okay. Well, thank you guys uh, at home so much for watching along with us or listening to us ramble on for over an hour about imaginary teams we put together in the NFL. Um, some pretty strong rosters there. Um, as we said earlier, we will be putting those on our socials, which on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is at the dropback. There you go. Slew's, Slew's got his finger on the pulse. He's putting them across the bottom of the screen there. And do make sure to check out our website, thedropback.com, for all of our articles and other random stuff that we'll be getting up to. Um, but yeah, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the guys at Brit Balling for having us on again. We will see you next week. So from me and all of the boys here, take care and we will see you next Thursday. Peace. The Dropback. With Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo and Sam Wilson.